0: In episode 66, we're going to learn more about how to earn income by being a self-published author. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show, the only show that helps semi-retirees figure out the remote work options. I believe that remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into today's episode. Well, this is it, my friend. It is the final installment of our topic in this series about how to earn income with digital products and services. If you want to binge listen to all of the episodes and hear all of the great ideas, start with episode 62. Now I have a question for you. Have you ever wanted to write a book and be a published author? I know I have, and it's on my to-do list. Well, today's episode is inspired by many members in remote work school, that's my coaching program, who want to write a book. It comes up a lot. I've had guest experts come in and talk about it inside of the school. I've even had an expert named Cherie Collier on this show to talk about writing a book and being a self-published author. I'll drop that link in the show notes. But since I've never done it myself, and because it comes up so much from the people that I serve, I decided to bring on somebody else as well who has done this. Her name is Pia Edberg. She is a five-time best-selling published author, editor, and book coach. She's the founder of Dream Book Academy. Pia has worked with numerous clients and mentored them. She's also an advocate for self-publishing, which we're going to talk a lot about today. And her books have been featured in Elle Magazine, Buzzfeed, MindBody, Green, Woman's World, and even in an Old Navy ad. Now, Pia has a background in online business and marketing and in intuitive and spiritual modalities, and she has more than 15 years' experience in human resources and career development in the film industry. She'll talk a little bit about that too. Now, she believes that anyone can pursue their dream of being a published author and that traditional models don't have to hold you back. So let's get into the interview. Hey, Pia. Welcome to the Remote Work Retirement Show. It's great to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yay. Now, you are one of the very few guests I've had on the show who I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one other person, and you know that's always a little risky, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel like when I took a look at what you do and – who you help and how you position yourself. I don't know. I thought, I feel like I'm going to like her. So I reached out and here we are today. So today what we're going to do is talk all about the wide world of writing and self-publishing books. I know Mm -hmm. that this is a topic that a lot of people in my community ask me about and I've never done it. So um, I'm really excited to hear about it from you. So why don't you kick it off by telling us who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, hi everybody. My name is Pia Edberg, and I'm a five-time best-selling author. I'm an editor, and I'm also a book coach. So I help purpose-driven people write and self-publish their books.
0: Oh, that is so well! You said that so well. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you surprised yourself. Good for <laughs> you. Very, very impressive and very approachable. I'm so excited to dig, dig into this a little bit more. So tell us about, you know, how did you get into writing books mm-hmm. and self-publishing and being, you said a five-time mm-hmm. bestselling author? Yeah. Mm-hmm. T- tell us your journey a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it all dates back to being a kid. And as all kids were very creative, we, we kind of just do whatever we want to do that lights us up. And when I was five, six, seven years old, I was always writing these little books. And whether it was about Halloween or spiders or space, um, and then life happens, and you you do the corporate thing, you follow the path that everyone's following. And I did that. And I had a career 10 12 years in human resources for films of so animation and VFX it was really fun but after a while you kind of I know I got a little bit bored and kind of hit that wall like what what is my life purpose here what am I doing here and mm. I did a lot of soul searching and I, I remembered when I was a kid I used to really love writing books and I thought hmm Maybe I'll give that a go. And I took a course, and I had a—I didn't even know what I was going to write about, but I just had a shower thought one day, and I went with it. And the first book I wrote was called *The Cozy Life*, which is about the Danish concept of *huga*, coziness. Wow. And it completely blew up. It was making multiple six figures in sales. It was the first book written in its genre. So that's why I'm so passionate that if you have an idea, just go trust your gut and go with it, OK. So you said a couple of things that I, wanted, I know I, I went want on to read.
0: revisit. So first of all, a shower thought. I've never heard anyone call it that, but I love that. That's just a thought in the shower, right?
1: Yeah. I think when we're doing those mundane things, the best ideas come and I just, it came to me. I love yeah. that.
0: Okay. Second thing, what is this book about? Again, the Danish concept of hygge?
1: Yeah. So Denmark, you know, it's consistently rated the happiest country in the world. And part of it is because of this cultural phenomenon called huga, And it's a type of coziness but it's not just you know th- you know your physical environment it's an emotional coziness so um, when you invite people over, it's all about being really relaxed and yourself and being open and emotional connection and, mm. you know, tea and a good conversation. So it's just that thing you can't quite put your finger on. Oh, but.
0: Wow. I need to read this book. So <laughs> let me, where do I find it? Can you tell me? Amazon. Us? You can find them okay. on Amazon. Yeah. All right. I'll link to it in the show notes because I feel like I need to read that book. Yes. Uh, can I ask, are you Danish?
1: I'm half Danish. Half
0: Danish. Okay. Yeah. So you've got some credibility.
1: I do. I am born there. I'm still a citizen. So yeah. Oh, wow.
0: This is so interesting. See, I knew I was going <laughs> to like you. I was just, I don't know. <laughs> so let's get into, uh, you talked about that book. I know you've written, you said many other books. What are mm-hmm. some types of other books you've written?
1: I wrote another book called Color Outside the Lines, which is about really embracing your weird and wonderful self and living a more authentic life. And then I wrote a book called Charlie the Cat, which is – it's a children's book, but it's Dr. Seuss style, so adults like it too. And it's got, again, that lesson about how to create your dream life so that you're happy. Mm. I had a poetry one, but that was was a little bit more of a cathartic (laughs) release because I had written stuff my whole life. And I also wrote a CG artist career guide, which is basically everything I learned in my HR career in CG art. Um, So, that one is um, a lot of the top schools around the world are giving those to their students because it's got like how to get a job, how to ask for Mm a raise in that industry, Mm -hmm. how to get in there and stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Such a wide variety of things you've written about. I think let's pause there and talk about that because I think that's such a great takeaway. I feel like people think they either. Need to write nonfiction or fiction or how to guides. And really, I I feel like you've written kind of a bit of everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so true. And I get this question a lot from clients that they feel like they have all these ideas. But if you really look at it at a higher level, there is this, there's an essence that it all comes from and it's all kind of similar but different. Mm -hmm. Like I, I love to help people live their most authentic creative life. So with those different genres, they're under that umbrella.
0: Oh, you and I think alike. I love this because I work with a population of people. I call them either semi-retired or working retired. And what happens is a lot of these folks feel like they've been in a box their whole life. Maybe they've done Mm. one career or they've sort of gotten good at a set of skills. And now they want to do something else. They don't know what it is. They're trying to figure it out. And I think one of the biggest barriers is they don't want to be put back in a box. Yes. And that's why they don't move forward, I think, on a lot of ideas, Mm -hmm. right? And I love how what you're offering is a vision of, let's just be your creative self in all those forms. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I I love that you're saying this because I feel like it can give people a lot of hope and inspiration that it's possible to write a book about a cat and how to guide about cg you know like that's cool so let's talk a little bit more about the process like what can you high level you know what does it take to yeah. go from never publishing anything to getting mm-hmm. where you know get getting to publish
1: yeah so to break it down i think first obviously you want to have the book idea And if you really, a lot of people struggle with that one, and often a great question to ask, if you were going to give a TED Talk about any particular topic, what would that be? And that's often a good starting place. But then you want to start brainstorming all of those ideas onto a piece of paper, post-it notes, whatever your style is. You'll start to see commonalities and themes, and those will be broken down into your chapters. Um, Now, obviously, there are different formulas to make, you know, of how a book is structured, but that's another level (laughs) after that you're obviously writing it and then you're doing some self-editing then you're going to hire a professional editor or you might get some beta readers to give feedback before you get it professionally edited just to um, see if anything's missing Then after editing, then we go into, you know, official self-publishing, there's, you need to get a cover design, you need to get it formatted, that's the interior pages. Um, You need to get a book blurb written, that's gonna be the description on the back, but it is essentially your sales copy, so you wanna make sure it's really well written. And uploading the files, marketing, launching, building that launch team, ongoing marketing. It is, you know, if you're going to be doing the writing thing, you have to also treat it like a business in a sense because you're going to be, it's going to go beyond just the creative aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So as you're explaining it, what comes up for me, tell me if I'm right or wrong. It's not, it, it's not like so easy, but it is possible. It's po- completely
1: possible for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because
0: uh, like I am one of these people where if it's more than five steps, I'm out, <laughs> 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 uh, which is why I've never written a book. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not like what you described sounds as though I couldn't do it. I just mm-hmm. feel like there's some stuff I just wouldn't know how to do,
1: uh, yeah. right?
0: So you just have to learn it. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: there's okay. a lot of details that go into these steps and a lot of, you know, you really want to make sure your quality bar is up there because that's going to affect your sales and all of that. And there's a lot of do's and don'ts and secret tips and tricks and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. those
0: things aside, if you are the type of person who's always had the desire to write a book or you have written a book, because, I, you know, I, there are people in my community who have written books but have never really sold them. Mm -hmm. Um, or sold them at the level that you're describing. So if you have the desire or you've gotten started or whatever, it's really a matter of like one foot in front of the other, I
1: feel like. Yeah, definitely. And I think just keep being focused on the current present moment because everything will eventually get to the end goal and not to get overwhelmed by any steps that you need to take. And Mm -hmm. it's completely possible and yeah.
0: Oh, you're making me want to write a book. I keep saying that, but I feel (laughs) like should. It's finally gonna hit. Like (laughs) it's like okay, I have to stop putting this off. Okay, so you sell these books. uh, I'm guessing on Amazon because you Mm -hmm. mentioned Amazon earlier. Is that the only place you sell them?
1: I yeah, for the most part, the most common and popular places that people are gonna search for when they think, hey, I have to buy a book, it's typically Amazon. um, But Amazon does have its distribution system, so it goes out to different places, libraries, bars and nobles and things like that. Some people sell it themselves um, through their own websites and things, but it is a lot more work when it comes to packaging and shipping and all of that. And With Amazon, it's print on demand, so you don't have to worry about all the customer service side of it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: That makes sense.
0: Sell your books or whatever it is you're going to sell where (laughs) people like to buy them. (laughs) That's so so uh, simple, but sometimes we forget, we make it really hard, right? Oh, I have to be in a thousand places and, you know, have a website and a brand. And it's like, well, really what you need is a marketplace
1: to sell, to sell
0: your book. So yeah. yeah, Okay. Now let's talk about um, income. You mentioned, very impressive by the way, I didn't know this. You mentioned that your first book sold multiple six figures. Is that what you said?
1: Mm-hmm. what okay so yeah
0: what what's possible here because that that blows my mind
1: i know it's i honestly it's gonna it's a combination of so many things it's a combination of how much are you putting yourself out there what marketing strategies are you doing what are the current trending niches what are people searching for and i think just hitting that right soft spot
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and so
0: um but you did it on your first book. That, that's the thing I'm really surprised about. I'm not surprised about six figures because I've definitely heard people bringing in really great income with books, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard about it on their first book. So is there yeah. a tip for us? Yeah. What do you got for us? How do we do that? <laughs>
1: I do have some more spiritual woo-woo tips, but this is exactly what I did, and it did work. Okay. Well, one is like is trusting that shower thought that came through, because mm. if anyone's ever read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, she did Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, you I know?
0: did. I read that. Yeah. love it. Yeah.
1: So the ideas come to us, and if we don't act on them, it'll go to someone else, and then they will be the one benefiting from it. So I really believe in trusting the ideas that come through and acting on them if they feel really aligned to you you. And the second thing is I also at the same time was reading um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He had this one section in his book where you write on a piece of paper, I so-and-so will, you know, you you write what you want to do and how much income you want to make by a certain date and how you're going to, what you're going to give in return to others or the universe. And then he put it in his wallet. And I did that. And I said, the first year I won a hundred thousand dollars by December 31st, 2016 at the time. And when I did my taxes, I added everything up and it was I had hit that goal for that year. That's amazing. So. That is
0: amazing. <laughs> so a couple things. I've read Big Magic. Love that book. I know exactly what you're talking about. Ideas come to you if you don't I like they're almost like entities of some kind yeah. come into you. Mm-hmm. If you don't do something with them, they'll just go find a new home. So I love that. Yeah. The Napoleon Hill thing, that's so interesting. You know, Think and Grow Rich as a, as a book is sometimes controversial depending on what circle you're in. But yeah. I love the very specific example you're talking about, which is mm-hmm. writing it down and then taking the extra step of saying, but what are you willing to give back?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: That's cool because that's all about reciprocity. And giving to your community or or whoever,
1: right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like
0: that makes that much more powerful than just how much money do I want to make? Yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly. It should have some kind of meaning and connection for you. And then also, I mean, on a more practical level, the biggest thing that helped was collaborations such as this um, with people who had communities, talking to their people. I did podcast interviews, I did a lot of blog interviews, magazine interviews who had the reach. And obviously, that helps spread. The mm-hmm. word. Yeah. And that's the other thing I was going to
0: mention. Thank you for reminding me. The other thing I think that worked for you is it's not just the woo woo side that you mentioned, then it made you decide, well, what are the actual steps I'm going to take to make it happen?
1: Yes. So you fused the mindset stuff with the actual work. You do need to take <laughs> the action. And yeah. I think the woo woo side is what helps you get clear mm. on what is aligned to you, but then you must take the action. Yeah. That is related. Yeah. Right. And it helps if you take the right
0: action. So I yeah. want to talk about, <laughs> yeah. I do believe you have a course that teaches people this. It's called, tell me if I'm right, Dream Book Academy. Is that right? Yes.
1: That's, that's right. right. Yeah.
0: And Dream I looked Book at Academy. it. I looked at it online because I was like, oh, oh, she sells a course. I'm, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I hoard courses. Like I buy courses like crazy and- you know, I'm better at taking some of them than others. I looked at your course and I thought, okay, that's one I would actually do because it doesn't look so intimidating and the price is right. Mm
1: -hmm. So tell me
0: more about what are some of the things you, you cover in the course.
1: So this course is the course that I wish that I had when I was starting out because there were a lot of tears in my beginning journey. You know, when you don't know what you're doing, you really wish you had that place to go to. So The course covers literally everything you need to support you from idea to self-publishing to marketing and selling your book. So no matter what stage you're in, whether you're starting from zero or you're in the middle of everything and you just need help publishing, it has everything in there. I've got resources, templates. I do workshops from time to time, Q&A calls from time to time. And there's also a community aspect uh, Facebook group where you can ask questions, get support, literally anything you want to know. And it's an inspiring bubble to be in. I, I I don't know. It's the place that I wanted, wished I had when I was starting out.
0: Oh, I love that. I love it when you have a story that comes full circle where you're able to go through a process, learn, be successful, sometimes fail, because I talk mm-hmm. about failure on the show, and then create the thing you wished you had had
1: mm-hmm. for yourself.
0: Uh, that's mm-hmm. cool. I mean, that is a way of giving back. And again, I think your price point is amazing. Uh, If anyone wants to check it out, I'll put it in the the show notes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Beyond that, as we start to wind down this short yet very inspiring and practical episode, um, is there anything I didn't ask you that you want to share?
1: Yeah, I think the one piece of advice that I always love to give is really get clear on the person you want to become or who you imagine yourself even just 10, 20 years from now and really work backwards and let that piece of information inspire the types of books you want to write or even the work you want to do I think that will give you so much fuel and energy and inspiration to keep you moving forward and on a level that is um, purposeful and nice yeah
0: that's nice I'm gonna shorten the timeline simply for my audience so I'm gonna say imagine three to five years or maybe even one year because mm-hmm. you know a lot of my folks are in this massive life transition and they might be thinking well shoot. I only have three to five years or maybe 10 years or whatever. Um, Anyway, this has been fabulous. I love connecting with you and getting to know you. Where can people find you?
1: Yes, I think the best place to find me is on Instagram at pia.edberg. Okay. I think you'll have it in the show notes.
0: Yeah, I'll put all the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me, Pia. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you so much. Have a good one. If
0: you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and you're fired up to write your own book and earn a great income too, then check out Pia's Dream Book Academy, where she shows you step-by-step how to make this dream a reality. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more.